Backfield boys, alright. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Backfield Boys. This is yours truly, Brendan, and as always, I am joined by Lucas Kochevar and Jackson Kelly. How's it going, fellas? Dude, you know, feeling like it's 2006 again, dude. Colt McCoy's running football. Life is good. Man, that, that was a big win. I mean, you guys, without Kyler, stepped up to the plate. No D-Hop, no AJ. It was incredible, man. I think you got, it. your guys' defense, your guys' offense. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, he looks like a great coach. You're clicking on all cylinders, man. And you were wrong about Cliff Kingsbury. I wasn't wrong. I said he impressed he, he impressed me this week, bro. But I'm not saying I'm wrong about him. Hey, well, he's not the worst coach in the NFL. No, no, not, <laughs> not by a long shot. I'd put him, he's probably ranked around like that 21st, 20th range now. <laughs> and the craziest thing, I mean, the Cardinals, if you would have said before this weekend there were going to be some of the top teams falling, you would have expected the Cardinals without Kyler, without D-Hop, without A.J. Green. But no. The Cardinals look great, but meanwhile, a ton of other team top teams struggled. The Browns beat the Bengals 41 to 16. The Broncos beat the Cowboys in Dallas 30 to 16. The Jags beat the Bills 9 to 6, holding Josh Allen to only two field goals in the football game. The Titans beat the Rams on Sunday night football 28 to 17 in LA, making Matthew Stafford look trash, picking him off twice, dominating that football game. So I got to ask you guys this, pose this question. Which of those upsets was the biggest storyline to you? I mean, dude, it has to be Jags and Bills. Mm. I mean, now, am I surprised? No, of course not. One has Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Jesus Christ. Time, are you, are you telling, telling me they won that game because of Trevor Lawrence? Are you serious? Offensive rookie of the year, question mark, dude? It's 15 impressive. to 26 with 118 yards, four and a half yards in attempt, and you're telling me they won that game because of him and not defense? No, defense was played hurt, good. Dude. I'm just saying, hey, listen, you have to tip your cat to Urban Meyer. He coached a good game. They beat a Super Bowl <laughs> contender in AFC, probably the team that everyone would have picked before this week, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And they lost to the Jaguars. I mean, it's a, it's a big win for them. You know, they've already improved off of last season now. <laughs> so, shout out to them. I'm happy for them. It's like their first win on American soil in like 400 plus days. <laughs> yeah, like that's just a dumb stat. It's their first win that counted because anything off American soil should count for like half a win. I'm very documented saying that. <laughs> hey, man, the London Jags are coming to a stadium near. Well, not near <laughs> the <right>. Dolphins <laughs> finally won, dude. See what happens when and they have J a good quarterback. And Jacoby Brissett played like trash, okay? He played like utter horse manure. Tua would have won that game by you a lot more than he did. I didn't watch it. I, I saw that was one of the games that Red Zone forgot about. 26 yeah. of 43, 244, one touchdown, two picks, a quarterback rating of 64, 5.7 yards in attempt. Jacoby Brissett played like horse manure. He played like utter trash. And the only reason they won that game is because Tyrod Taylor played even worse. And the Dolphins' defense actually stepped up and looked pretty good like they were last year. That is the only reason that they won that football game. 
Okay, whatever. But, but back to the Bills. You know, I hate to do it. I have to give the Jags some credit because they played well on defense. Urban Meyer coached a pretty decent game. But overall, the Bills just shot themselves in the foot. The Bills lost that football game way more than the Jags won it. The, the, Jags, Bills, the Jags should have more points. They missed field goals. Well, think, it, think about it this way. The Bills outgained the Jaguars 301 to 218. The Jags only had 218 yards of total offense. Their offense was non-existent the entire game. And while they played great defense, Josh Allen threw two back-breaking interceptions that were just awful, kill drives. It was bad. And as much as I love Josh Allen, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's had a great year, MVP caliber year. You can't go into a game like that, a game you're supposed to win, a game you kind of have to win to, you know, separate yourself from the AFC because we're looking at the Titans. They won the football game. The Ravens won their football game. And right now, Buffalo's in fourth place in the AFC because the Chargers overtook them. Um, Las Vegas is sitting right there at five and three. Obviously, they're in the same division as the Chargers, so they can't be up in the top four. But the Bills are kind of in trouble right now because New England won. They're nipping at their heels. Mac Jones looks great. That defense looks great. Not saying Buffalo won't win that division because I think they will. Not saying Buffalo won't be a contender because they probably will be. But it's just an overall yikes, and it's just an L. And I feel like it's just a game that they completely and utterly blew. They should have won that game by multiple scores if they actually showed up to play it, but they took their opponent lightly. And it ended in the most embarrassing way possible, losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars in on American soil. Like Lucas said, that just should never happen to any team on any occasion whatsoever. That is just God. I'd shut down my whole franchise if that happened. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And imagine losing to the Jags in the playoffs, bro. Oof. Yeah, imagine that was forty-two points to Blake. Hey, oh, I was just about to say that's when they had Blake Bortles. They had a legend. They had a goat on their team. You know, once they got rid of him, it all went downhill. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, dude. But I think they should be happy. I mean, I'm, I'd be proud. That's a big win. Yeah, I mean, it's a big win. I do think, though, that them winning games might have a bad effect on the future because they'll just keep Urban around for another couple of years, and I feel like the best-case scenario for them would be getting rid of Urban. See, this is a plot twist. I feel like Urban normally takes himself out. So, like, it won't be one of those where the Jags keep him around. Urban will find himself out. I don't know how. Yeah, but I feel like he'll dip out on them eventually. But like, I, I don't think you know winning games is ever a bad thing unless it's like last game of the season, and uh, you know, I, I mean, you're affecting your draft stock. But I mean, I think a win's a win, and you know, for a team like Jacksonville to get a win where Trevor Lawrence gets at least somewhat credit of the win, Josh Allen showed absolutely monster potential in that game. I mean, I think we we like just talked Defensive about Jacksonville having a good feature. Yeah, yeah, defensive Josh Allen, Kentucky legend Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it was I think it's one of those promising, you know, future things for the Jags winning that game. And but the thing for me is I think the LA Rams losing to the Titans as embarrassingly as they did, I think that was a a statement loss for the Rams where they got pushed around. They got bullied by the Titans defense. The like the Titans defense did whatever they wanted with that Rams offense. And, mm. you know, the Rams have had two losses now to the top two seeds in the NFL. And you could say, that's just tough. That's just tough luck. You know, but I mean, the thing is, if you, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to beat the best teams. And so they haven't, they weren't even close in either games. And so I don't know if they have to figure out something. Who's the other team they lost to? 
I think it's a little team in Arizona. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think it's more of a, you know, a statement loss for the Rams because if they lose close, that's one thing, but they got blown out. Matt Stafford did not look like the MVP that we've had, but, you know, it's just I think it was a really tough look for the Rams, especially in prime time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the Rams are a good team, most complete. You know, uh, did Vaughn play? No, Vaughn didn't play. He had like yeah. an equal injury or whatever, but yeah. Mm, yeah, who gives a shit? He's not <laughs> worth anything anymore. I think the Rams are still a good team. They've just like, you know, there's other teams come in with more of a goal. In a sense of like the Arizona game, situationally, it was perfect for Arizona. Now, I do think Arizona is a better team, but situationally, that game was perfect. And it was like the Titans. The Titans went in. I mean, they lost their best player this week. And so they had to dig down and go to what works. And Ryan Tannehill played great. AP played decent. AD, sorry. You know, I just, I think, I don't hold these losses against them too much. But it is interesting, and they are vulnerable, for sure. Yeah, honestly, the thing with this game that stood out the most to me is the Titans only had 195 total yards, okay? Their offense was pretty much non-existent the entire game. Adrian Peterson got a touchdown. That was great for him, a little bit of a renaissance. But right now, their rushing attack is a complete mess. I mean, Peterson was ineffective. McNichols was ineffective. Dante Foreman, shout out to him. He came in the game. He made a couple things happen. But overall, their offense was completely inept without Derrick Henry. Even Tannehill, five yards in attempt, one touchdown, one pick, 143 yards, didn't look like himself. So I think this was a very impressive win. I mean, they had five sacks, but the Rams had 12 penalties. The Rams had turnovers. The Rams were out of sync, out of sorts the entire night. And I'm not saying that Tennessee right now isn't a top five team because they deserve to be held to that standard they deserve to be on that upper echelon of elite teams in the nfl because of how they've been recently i mean they've been one of the most impressive teams in the nfl the last couple weeks they've won five games in a row they blew out the jags they beat the bills they beat kansas city like a drum 27 to 3 they had a hard-fought win at indianapolis 34 31 and the culture team they can beat anyone. They can hang in with anyone. They're the best team with a losing record, I think we can all agree, in the NFL. So looking at it from that perspective, mm, the Titans deserve yeah. – that's a debate, different debate for a different day, but the Titans deserve that respect. However, I don't think it's going to last just because I don't think they have enough on offense to make it work. Unless Adrian Peterson shows flashes of his Vikings days, or unless McNichols shows up and, you know, starts kind of have a Christian McCaffrey role, or if Tannehill shows up and starts feeding A.J. Brown, feeding Julio Jones, because, I mean, put an APB out for Julio Jones. He's been a complete no-show this year. But unless the Titans can just develop some sort of offense without Derrick Henry, this was a great win, but I just don't see them repeating that same type of performance, only putting up 194 yards of offense in a football game. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. I mean, you can say you look like they're bad, but they just dominated one of the top five teams in the NFL. So, you know, maybe they didn't have to. I didn't watch the game, but they could have got the ball in short field position often. That happens. 
Yeah, that did think, happen a lot. Yeah. Matt Stafford throwing bad, like bad Detroit Lion picks. That was like the game against the Browns with the Cardinals. Like Tyler's stats weren't that impressive, but they scored like 38 points. And the reason was was because they kept getting the ball on their side of the 50. So it just makes it easier that way. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was a primetime win, another big primetime win for them. I mean, the Titans are for real. And I think that they them or the Ravens have to be considered the best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, I totally agree. Because, I mean, the thing about the Titans last year was Derrick Henry was having a historical season, but their defense couldn't stop a cold. But this year, their defense is kind of carrying the way. And, you know, they're kind of getting these unsung heroes that you don't really hear about. Like, they don't have a dominant, like, Aaron Donald or, you know, someone like that to change the game. But as a unit, they look really, really strong on that side of the ball. No, absolutely. And to your point about the Ravens, I mean, that was a very impressive comeback victory. Don't get me wrong. And right now, if we look at the AFC, they probably are the favorite just because of the greatness of Lamar Jackson. But they've been down 35-24 to the Chiefs this year. They were down 22-3 to the Colts. And they were down 24-10 to the Vikings. Coming back and winning those games is very impressive, but it took a little bit of luck to come back on every single one of those. So I'm not saying the Ravens aren't the favorite in the AFC, because right now, if you look at the standings, they probably are. But I still feel like Lucas said a month ago, they could be kind of fraudulent. They've had to battle back. Lamar's had to put that team on his back and carry them back. I just don't know if that's going to be the formula going forward, going into December, going into the playoffs, falling down double digits against not so great teams and having to battle back to win the football game because the Chiefs don't look great this year. The Colts have a losing record and the Vikings aren't very good at all. We're one of the first people to to predict that one of the first shows to say the Vikings weren't going to be any good this year. They've been a little bit better than we expected them to be. But at the end of the day, the Vikings are not a good football team. And even so, they have the Ravens on the ropes. They have the Ravens in Baltimore looking like they might lose that football game, had them down by two scores. And they were lucky to come back, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But at the end of the day, they are coming back and winning. And so to come back and win those games is impressive. I, I think that they're a really solid team. I think Lamar is one of the best court quarterbacks in the league. So – Realistically, I don't think that's something I can hold against them. Mm. Because I mean, we've seen it happen before. It happened with the Chiefs. They won a whole. They won a whole playoff run doing that. And they won the Super Bowl doing that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every game they won in that Super Bowl, they were down by ten points at one point in the game, or more. Their defense just scares me, man. I mean, besides the Chargers game this year, their defense has been very lackluster. Used like uh, their standard of defense is much better than what they've been showing. Yeah. I- I mean, giving up 25 to the Colts, 41 to the um, Bengals, 31 to the Vikings, 35 to the Chiefs, 33 to the Vegas Raiders. Like, that's just not Baltimore Raven defense. And their defense is going to have to step up if they want to make a run in the playoffs. So they go against Tennessee and Derrick Henry comes back potentially in the playoffs. That's a problem. They even go against the Chiefs in the playoffs, the Bengals in the playoffs. Those are problems. Those are teams that can't put up big time points if need be. 
And I don't know if that Ravens defense is good enough because Lamar, at some point, he's going to have to throw to win a playoff game because teams kind of dare him to run. And he's done a great job throwing this year, better than he ever has. But we've seen over and over again in the playoffs, teams dare him to throw and he can't get the job done. So he still has a lot to prove on that front. You know, and here's something to think about. And I'm not saying an injury is a, an injury is a good thing. Okay. But there's going to be a fresh Derrick Henry in the playoffs this year. Maybe. We don't know that for sure, but there's a, there's a shot of it. Well, I mean, they said six to ten weeks, more than likely eight. Okay. So he will be back for the playoffs. I'm telling you right now, there's no way Derrick Henry doesn't play in the playoffs. He's going to be fresh. Well, the white That's question scary. is, will, will he be fresh or will he be rusty? I don't think he'll be rusty. I think he'll have a week or two to get back in game shape, and he'll be ready to go. Because yeah. I don't think they'll hold on to get the bye. I don't think they'll get that bye. So, so who, do you, who would you who do you think gets the bye right now? Like, who do you think right now is the favorite in the AFC? If you had to put all your chips in the middle of the table for one team to win the AFC, who do you think it would be? Because that right now the is regular like season AFC or to go to the Super Bowl, one of each. Who do you think is going to be the number one seed, and who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl? I think the Ravens for the one seed, and I think that. The Titans probably represent. No, I'm going back to the Bills. I'm going to stick with the Bills. Mm. Bills yeah. or Titans? Yeah, I think if the Bills find any sort of like rhythm on offense, because I feel like they're kind of they're kind of just offbeat. If that makes sense, like I think the they just need to figure out a smooth game plan they can do week in week out. But I mean, I probably still have them winning the AFC. Uh, but I would I probably would put money on the Ravens to win the, uh, like, one seed. Like, I'm serious. That might have been the biggest upset I've seen in NFL, in NFL history. It, I don't think yeah. it's awful. I feel like we'd have we'd have to, like, look that up. But, like, 14 and a half, on, like, favorites, that, that is a tough seed to, like, lose six to nine. That was you crazy. know, yeah, I – I wouldn't be surprised if the L.A. Chargers still win the AFC. And I know that sounds crazy because they did walk into Baltimore and get absolutely dominated. I mean, they did lose to the Patriots. They barely beat the Eagles. But looking forward to their schedule, they get Minnesota, Denver, the Giants, Houston, Denver again. They have a very favorable schedule. Hang on, read those to me again. Okay, so the rest of their schedule – uh, there are some hard games. I read off the easy ones. They have to go Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Denver, Cincinnati, the Giants, Kansas City, Houston, Denver, and Vegas. And they have five lose, wins right They're going to lose to the Raiders and Denver. We'll say they lose four of those games. I mean, they're still in really good shape. They're still 10 and yeah. 7. They're still a playoff team. So I do think that they're a team that's going to be really dangerous in the postseason because say they go against the Ravens again, it's hard to beat a team twice, especially when a team skunked you like that. You're going to come into a game with a chip on your shoulder. The Chargers could win a football game like that because Justin Herbert, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's still top 10. Oh, God, he played incredible Sunday. That's what I'm saying, man. He is still insanely great, and he's getting better. And that Chargers offense is so dangerous. So honestly, right now, I think that the Chargers have the most potential of any team in the AFC because although they've had their struggles this year, when they put it all together, I think they can be better than the Bills. I think they can be better than the Chiefs and the Ravens because Justin Herbert gives them so many dimensions on offense. 
I mean, Eckler is so great out of the backfield. They got great weapons. Justin Herbert is so talented with his arm strength. And the defense is pretty good in L.A., and they keep getting better. So I feel like they're a team that you're going to have to keep your eye on, have a little patience with, knowing they're going to keep getting better. But the Bills, I mean, there's just a lot of question marks in the AFC, man. I don't know. Like, if I had to put money on it, I would probably bet the Bills, but I would hate that bet because the Ravens and the Titans are definitely better right now as we speak. And my most shocking game of the week was honestly the Browns beating the Bengals 41 to 16, because I could see the Browns maybe upsetting the Bengals, but not completely dominating them in every facet of the game. Take it back to the Bengals game against the Ravens a couple weeks ago. It was a pretty close game until the Ravens kept going for it on fourth down and getting stuffed in their own territory. So when you look at it from that perspective, it was kind of like, okay, it really wasn't that big of a blowout. It shouldn't have been 41 to 17. It's just the Bengals kept getting the ball back and kept scoring. But this game was different. I mean, the Browns shot themselves in the foot a lot and still beat them 41 to 16. Nick Chubb ran roughshod over that defense. It was bad. And the Bengals right now are reeling. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Browns. And right now they're five and four. They still got a winning record. But those demons are starting to creep back in about not being a good team. Because starting out on fire, they just look like a lost team right now. I mean, Joe Burrow's not playing well at all. He looks lost. Jamar Chase didn't have a big impact on the game. There's just a lot of a lot that's that's going wrong right now for the Bengals and that completely shocked me because after losing to the Steelers I didn't expect the Browns to be able to kind of overcome all that Odell stuff come into a game like this and dominate but Baker looks sharp that defense looks sharp and right now the AFC North is a wide open race yeah I feel like the thing about this game was weird because I mean I felt like the Bengals were right there like you said multiple times but they just could they couldn't get a stop at all like they're like normally their defense has been really, really solid this year, but these past two games, they just were like lost to the Jets. And I think you could make a case that the Browns actually are a better offense without Odell. I don't know why, but they are. Like, I don't know if Baker like really No, statistically has... they are. Yeah. Like it's weird because I think ba- I don't know if Baker has like that much of a vendetta, but against Odell, but I I think this is this was a weird game where I feel like both teams are still good. But this was just a different game for the Browns. I don't know if this like meant something because you know sometimes bad things can bring a locker room together. You know, I don't know. This was just a, this was a head scratcher for me, you know, with the Browns looking so dominant and the Bengals defense looking so lost. Um, it's not a head scratcher to me because Nick Chubb was back, Baker's probably you know feeling a lot better this was a team I thought was going to be one of the best in the AFC this year and they proved that I think now the question isn't about the Browns it's about the Bengals and getting beat like that and then right after losing to the Jets you know are they a team that oh did they peak too soon are they not as good as we thought you know, they're kind of giving me Arizona vibes from last year. You know, Arizona got that big win against Buffalo and then fell off a cliff. Now the Ra- they got that big win against the Ravens, and now they've lost two straight to teams that they were kind of expected to beat. Yeah, part of me just kind of feels like this NFL season is wild, and right now in the AFC there are no dominant teams. There are no great teams. There are just good teams that go out week by week and lose to unsuspecting teams, and – 
it's honestly pretty shocking. But right now, the entire AFC is in complete disarray. And we can look last week. The Bengals completely dom- – or two weeks ago, rather. The Bengals completely dominated the Ravens. And now, turn around, the Bengals are getting completely dominated by the Browns. And right now, I feel like we'd all favor the Ravens over the Browns by about 7 to 10 points. So, football's yeah. not trans- – you wouldn't? I mean, I personally, I, I think would. it's seven to ten. A touchdown goal. favorite would be. Uh, I'd say field goal because yeah. I, I think they. I don't know. Maybe in Baltimore, Bengals, in Baltimore, maybe it'd be like six or seven. Here's my thing that confuses me is, so it's it's weird because you take I would say the five best teams in the league are NFC teams, but like I yeah, think the AFC I, is deeper. Than the NFC is. See, for like, me, no disrespect, Lucas, but the Falcons being a the seven seed right now is it's it's not a fantastic play. look for the NFC. Like the NFC has that, and then them five teams, and then it completely drops off. It's the Falcons and the Saints, who the Saints lost to the Giants, and now the Falcons and the Panthers, but they yeah, beat so, Packer. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's such a drop off there. Whereas you got that, the AFC, let me speak. Okay, I'm letting you speak. Go you ahead. You got the AFC, you got the Bills, the Bills, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. I'll throw the Steelers in there. I'll throw the Chargers. I'll throw the, the Patriots. I mean, they're good, but none of them are Super Bowl teams. The Raiders, the Chiefs, none Broncos. of them are teams that – the Broncos. None of them are teams I think can win a Super Bowl. Whereas the NFC, you got – at minimum, three studs that can win a Super Bowl, five in total. But then after that, it's... Okay, I do think you have to throw in the Titans into the top five teams right now because oh, they just I, dominated I the have. Rams. I just, I just didn't think of them. And I should have also thrown the Colts in that category too. The Colts? I mean, okay, if you want to talk about overall teams, but not as, not as a top five team. I'm saying right now, I think the Cardinals and Packers are the two best teams, easily. I think that that's a, a very obvious number one and number two. I think the Titans are number three because, obviously, they just dominated the Rams. I would have the Rams fourth and the Buccaneers fifth. I think the Ravens are right behind the Bucks at sixth. I'd put would... the Cowboys at six over the Ravens. Okay, and then I'd probably put the Cowboys at seven, the Chargers at eight, and then after that – Maybe the Bills at nine, but I mean, a- after that eighth, I mean, it's it's a complete crapshoot. I think everyone else right now is completely just kind of jumbled all up together. I mean, I just don't, I don't think, I think a lot of teams have a lot left to prove, but I think that top five cards, Packers, Titans, Rams, Bucks is pretty solid. I think that that's pretty clearly the top five teams right now in the NFL. All right, it's time to get into our weekly game picks. Right now, Lucas is leading the pack with a record of 90 and 45. I'm right behind him at 84 and 51. And in last place, last but not least, Jackson Kelly at 78 and 57. Comeback season, bro. We just got to get started. (laughs) It's the midway point of the year. I'm about to turn it around. It is the midway point, and you got plenty of time to turn it around. And you better start this week, though, man, because Lucas keeps separating himself from the pack a little bit. Yeah, dude, it's because I have an actual life. That's the All right, we're starting off with Thursday night football between the Ravens and the Dolphins in Miami. The Ravens are seven and a half point favorites on the road. It's currently unclear whether two is going to start or Jacoby Brissett's going to start. Uh, I don't think it really makes a difference. I will easily take the Ravens to win this game. 
Yeah, I think the Ravens roll. I think this will be like we normally have caught some pretty decent Thursday night games, but this will be an ugly one. I agree with you guys, man. I think it might be pretty close at first because the Dolphins on a weird Thursday night at home could make something happen because we've seen the Ravens struggle with some bad teams like the Lions. They only beat by two. But I do think the Ravens overall much better team. Lamar, a little homecoming, go back to Miami. I think he's going to get the job done. The Ravens are going to win. Next up, we got the Steelers at home against the Lions. The Steelers are 10-point favorites. Uh, Yeah. Steelers should win that one. Yeah, Steelers. I I can't. I it's one of those where I keep wanting to pick the Lions, but I just can't justify it. So give me the lot or the Steelers. Coming off a huge Monday Night Football victory, overcoming a ton of adversity, a ton of boneheaded plays. The Steelers played great offense, put up twenty nine points on a pretty good Bears defense. I think they are going to roll the Lions at home. I think our offense has turned a corner. Our defense is still one of the best in the league. I believe in them. I think the Steelers are going to keep rolling. We're going to go six and three. I think the Steelers right now are easily a playoff contender, and they might end up being a Super Bowl contender with how weak the AFC has been looking. Next up, we got the Falcons at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a whopping nine-point favorite at home. Yeah, I hate to do this back-to-back weeks, but I'm going to pick against my Falcons, although they've looked uh, so much better. Matt Ryan's looked a lot more like himself this year. I think Dallas bounces back, especially after a really embarrassing loss to the Broncos. Yeah, I have to take Dallas to win this game, but I think that spread is insanely disrespectful. Personally, I agree with you, Jackson. I think the spread is a little much. I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win the game, but I expect it to be very close. Next up, we have the Saints at the Titans. The Titans are three-point favorites at home. I think I think this one could actually be pretty interesting because I think the Saints actually play better against harder opponents. Uh, but for Simeon, I don't I don't think they can do much on offense. So give me the Titans. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Lucas. This feels like a game the Saints win. This might be my gut pick of the week. Yeah, give me the Saints. Wow, on the road. Yeah, it just feels like one of those Sean Payton games that he wins when he shouldn't. I like that upset pick. I really do. But I think the Titans right now, they're playing great on defense. I think Tannehill's going to have a pretty good game. I just don't believe in Trevor Simeon. Now, if New Orleans still had Jameis out there, I'd give him a shot. But I'm just not seeing enough right now from Trevor Simeon in that offense to make something happen. Because don't get me wrong, the Saints are – a pretty good football team. They have a lot of depth. You know, they're very talented, but just that quarterback deficiency is going to come back to bite them. I mean, we just saw them lose to the Falcons in New Orleans. Not a great look. So I think the Titans are going to roll at home, get the W. Next up, we have the Jags at the Colts. The Colts are 10.5-point favorites despite the Jaguars' big win over Buffalo. Uh, I think the Colts will win here. I don't. I think it'll be a little bit closer than people think for a little bit, but... I think the Colts are just a clearly better team, and I think they'll go ahead and win this one. Yeah, man, I honestly agree with you guys. I think the Colts are going to win pretty handedly. I mean, the Jags had a great game. Congratulations, you beat the Bills. But Josh Allen messed up a lot. He fumbled the bag. Their team didn't show up to play. The Jags took advantage of that. 
However, the Colts are a much better team. They're going to show that AFC South supremacy, and they're going to beat up on the helpless Jags. Next up, we have one of the most interesting games of the week. The Cleveland Browns go on the road to take on the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots are one-and-a-half-point favorite at home in this clash of five and four teams. So who do you guys think wins? Um, I'm taking Cleveland for this one. Mm. Ooh, uh, I think they're just a better team. This seems like one of those tricky games where the Browns come out and either dominate it or they lose horribly. And I actually think that the Patriots will get the win here. I think that they'll kind of like – I think if it was on the road, I might pick the Browns, but if the fact that it's in Foxborough, it could be the Patriots. I got to go with the Browns, man. I hate to do it. I really do. But they showed me a lot in that Bengals game. And I think right now they're a more complete team than New England. And I still think New England's a really good team. You know, I think Mac Jones is having a really good rookie season. But overall, the Browns have a lot of talent. They're getting healthy. Without the Odell distraction there, give me Cleveland on the road. Next up, we got the Bills going on the road to face the Jets. The Bills are 13-point favorites, but we can't necessarily shoo them in after what we saw last week. Uh, I'm going to shoo them in. I got the Bills. I think the Bills will win here. I think they'll be closer than people think. I think the Jets, I don't know if they figured something out, but I think they look better than the Jets have in the past two years. But I think Buffalo gets the win here. Bounces back. Buffalo. I, <laughs> that was it. That was it. <laughs> That's all I need to be said, bro. All oh, I need okay. To be said. All right. All right. See, so you, see, so you're going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. We're all on the same page. Buffalo. Buffalo for the win. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Next up, we got the Buccaneers going on the road to face the Washington football team. The Buccaneers are 10 point road favorites. I think we all agree on this one, too, probably, unless Jackson Kelly throws me an entire wild card. (laughs) Speaking of the wild card, bro, they almost lost in the wild card game. Back to Taylor Heineke, yeah. I know, Heineke. But I'm probably going to take the Bucs here. Yeah, I think this will be a, like, Tampa Bay domination game. I think they come out and just mollywop the Washington football team. Let me tell you something, Jackson Kelly. In fantasy football this past yesterday, this past Sunday, I traded for Tom Brady. And we all know what that means. He's going to go out there and he is going to throw five touchdown passes. He's going to throw one to Godwin. He's going to throw one to Evans. He's going to throw one to Gronk. He's going to spread the ball all across the field. And the Buccaneers are going to roll all over that piss-poor defense in Washington. Give me Tampa Bay with the easy cover, cover of the week. I got them winning this game 48-10. to Buccaneers are going to romp all over the Washington football team. Next up, we got the Panthers at the Cardinals. Jackson Kelly's Cardinals are currently a 10-point favorite at home, even with Kyler Murray's health up in the air. Dude, I don't know. We always lose to Carolina. We lost three straight games. We should have won. Uh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna roll with the cards, but I am nervous. Huh. I find that shocking because I think Sam Darnold is hopeless now. He he's pretty much in his coffin right now as the starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I think the Cardinals just keep rolling here. Pretty pretty easy. 
I agree, man. I think it's a pretty close game, but I think the Cardinals edge out the Panthers and win the game. Next up, we got the Vikings at the Chargers. The Chargers are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. This might be my gut pick of the week. I think Minnesota will come out and win wow. this game. I think wow. Dalvin Cook will I'm, rush I'm going for, Minnesota, too. I think Dalvin Cook will rush for a billion yards on this Chargers defense. Yeah, I'm going Minnesota as well. I guess I'm a lone wolf here, man. Give me the Chargers. I think at home, Herbert's going to have a huge day. I think the Chargers passing offense is going to have a huge day on that terrible secondary in Minnesota. Give me the Chargers. Pretty big, too. I got them winning by at least a touchdown. Next up, the Broncos take on the Eagles in Denver. The Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, Yeah, Broncos win this game. Oof, the, coming off of a very convincing win over Dallas, I let down spot. I think Philadelphia will play them hard all game, and I think they get the win. I think Philadelphia goes in there and wins this game. I would love to agree with you, Lucas, because I've been on the on the Eagles all year, but I got to go with the Broncos here at home. I think that they're going to, you know, answer the bell. I think they're going to play really good football. I think Teddy Bridgewater, Melvin Gordon, they showed us something last week, and I think they're going to answer the bell and win this football game. So I got the Broncos winning a pretty close one, but give me Denver. Next up, we have the Seahawks on the road facing the Packers in the return of number three, Russell Wilson. The Packers are four-point favorites at home, even with Aaron Rodgers' status still up in the air. Uh, I don't know, honestly. I guess Green Bay, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't love this game, especially not knowing Aaron Rodgers' status, but I think that they say he'll probably be cleared by Saturday. Now, he will he will miss like all the practice, but I think they roll him out there, and I do think that the Packers win this game. I got to agree, man, because looking at the Packers, they're a great all-around team, and I do think at home in a raucous environment in Lambeau welcoming back their quarterback. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, the Packers fans are going to be mad at Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to welcome him back. I think that is utter BS. I think they are going to be wild for Aaron Rodgers coming out of that tunnel. I think he's going to play. I think the Packers are going to roll. I think Russell Wilson will play a pretty pretty good game, but coming off that finger injury, you know, working his way back into this – the swing of things, working his way back into the team, the playbook. I don't expect it to be a you know an easy transition. I think Seattle's going to struggle a little bit on offense, especially in the first half. Green Bay is going to take advantage of that and win the football game. Next up on Sunday Night Football, we have a huge AFC West clash between the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Chiefs are surprisingly a field goal favorite on the road. So in Las Vegas, who you guys got? Kansas City or Las Vegas? Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, I think Mahomes, I think we've been waiting for them to like kind of come back into their own. And I think that this is, I think this could be the game for it. See, I really wanted to go against the grain. I wanted to pick the Raiders at home. I wanted to believe, but there's still a voice inside of my head. There's still something in my heart that says the Kansas City Chiefs are still a contending team in the AFC. They are still a good team. They are in the mud right now. They are struggling, but there is something about that team 
that can answer the bell and turn into the Chiefs of old when they absolutely have to. So I think this is the game where that happens. And this is the game, if it's going to ever happen this season, it's got to happen on Sunday night football. And I think it's going to. I think the Chiefs are going to win the football game. I think it'll be pretty high scoring. But I think this is the game where they kind of shake the rust off. They exercise their demons and they win the football game. And last but not least, we have an NFC West class between the Rams and the 49ers in San Francisco. Despite their records, the Rams are a four-point favorite on the road. A lot of people expected that to be bigger, but San Francisco at home, Kyle Shanahan, only a four-point underdog. Uh, I think the 49ers are kind of, they're kind of, I don't know, they're kind of spinning out right now. I think... You know, people are having the discussions about Kyle Shanahan, and I think they're valid. But I think it continues this week. I got the Rams winning this. Uh, give me the 49ers. It's just division wow. Shanahan and McVay. Shanahan, at least in my mind, seems to usually get the upper hand. So I'm going to take them here. Wow. See, okay. Usually, I would look at the 49ers and I would say, you know, they still have a lot of talent. They have a smart coach. Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty good veteran quarterback. They have great weapons on offense with Debo. Elijah Mitchell's playing really well. Brandon Ayuk had a breakout game. But with all that being said, man, I think the Rams are going to rebound. I think Matthew Stafford's going to have a huge performance coming off that dud on Sunday Night Football. I think on a big stage like Monday Night Football, you know, the Rams are going to answer the bell. I don't think they're going to have two letdown performances in a row, especially just with all the weapons they have. They're incredibly coached. They still got probably the best defense in the NFL. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the 49ers have much to throw at that defense. I mean, they got some veterans. They got some nice players on offense, like I said, but I don't know if they can consistently score points with that L.A. Rams offense. So give me the Rams on the road. Easier than four points. You know, I think it'll be a, a, a couple touchdowns. I think a 10 to 14 points. I think the Rams will comfortably cruise to a victory. But give me the Rams on the road. 